Coming up, we're going to talk about the Universal Mardi Gras concert lineup for 2017. Uh, also, we are going to talk about our dining review of Confisco Grill at Islands of Adventure and probably a little bit more. Live from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is episode 112 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition, second episode of the year. I am your host, Craig Williams. Today I am joined alongside by Rhino Clavin. Hello. Hello. And then back on the controls, doing everything perfect so far today, Mr. Oliver Green. Hello. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. Yes, that's what happens. When, when you do things correctly, you get announced immediately. So that's how it works. Oh, and then Rhino screws this one up. So off to a good start, as always. It's fine. It's fine. It'll be me, me next. So uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us uh, like you do every week. Um, got a very exciting show for you, this one. Uh, just a little bit before this uh we started recording this one we finally got the universal mardi gras announcement we were waiting for it last week um and uh it, it's here now and a little bit to talk about in terms of just mardi gras in general so uh i'm very excited to go into that in just a little bit and then also we will have our dining review of confisco grill at islands of adventure which uh we went and dined at yesterday so a little bit of a little bit of fun with that. And then finally, too, just as a little extra video segment to pull it in there and give us five minutes to uh, take our minds off of everything that's happening with this show. We will also, for those watching this on video, you will get to hear a little bit of a dining review of um, that Pete, Charles, and Steve had last week at Margaritaville. Um, potentially, it, it's there, Oliver. Um, it is there. And... Uh, you know, it might be you might get it on audio too. I'm not quite sure. So it is very audio heavy, uh, not not video heavy. But um, yes, we have all of that coming to you on this episode. But does anything, anyone, sorry, anyone have anything to mention before we get going here? Yes, you're looking okay. quite dapper today. Thank you. Yes. Uh, and is that a moon on your tie? That's no moon. That's a space station. That's a, Lower your display, Craig. Just a, yeah, you got to yeah. pull yourself down. Here. It's a Fun little ah. Death Star tie for everyone who's not watching. Um, Just if you watch here, you can see the yeah. murdering of billions. It's very shiny. It's Nito Bajito. I really like it. We just found it randomly here in Pete's house, and I decided to put it on. So why like not? Dobby the house elf, he granted you a piece of clothing, and you are free. Uh, I, listen, I, I don't have to wear a tie on average, so that's why I don't know how to do it. But let's skip all that and let's talk about universal mardi gras mm -hmm. shall we mm -hmm. we mm. shall we shall okay apparently i'm the only one who's gonna relay the information so we <laughs> no one prepared but me that's fine it's okay uh we have 12 performers coming to universal mardi gras this year 
Very exciting. So before we talk uh, about who those 12 performers are, let's uh, mention that we have, we've mentioned it before on the show, but Mardi Gras will be a little bit different this year. Instead of uh, taking place on weekends for basically three months out of the year at um, Universal, they are going to run it for 50 consecutive nights starting on February 4th and running all the way through March 25th. And uh, the concerts still are going to be... uh, no, they're just pushed away on the weekends only, but you will be able to see the parade every single night that uh, you are there or that you may have the potential to visit from February 4th to March 25th, which, uh, as of always, we recommend going to see the parade. It is just absolutely incredible. Get lots of beads there. Yes. Beads? Bees. Bees? Bees? Um, that's your favorite parade, though, right? Yeah, it is my favorite parade um, of basically everything. So uh, I I really enjoy it. I'm glad that there will be multiple opportunities. Um, it was hard to always get there on weekends just to see it. So now I like I like the advantage that we'll be able to go on a random yeah, Wednesday true. or a Thursday uh, when it's not super busy. Plus, you can like go during the week, see the parade, and like then when you go for the concert on the weekend, you can save yourself the hassle of. Like trying to run from your spot at the parade over to the concert area and not worry about getting a, you know, worry less about, I don't know where my sentence was going. Um, <laughs> I know what you're trying a, to say. You know what I mean? You can stake out a good spot <laughs> yeah. for the concert and over there and be exactly. like, that's my focus today. Yeah. And the other day it can be the... And that's that's a great point yeah, with it. Stuff. Now, it's, for, for locals especially, uh, let's be honest, Universal loves their annual pass holders. Um, e- even at the bottom of the article that they announced all this on, they made sure to push and say, you know, become a Universal annual pass holder and be able to get in on all of this as often as possible. So um, that that is a perfect thing that we will be able to see the parade and focus on that on off nights and then on the nights of the concerts go and specifically stake out a good spot just for that um i'm excited we we talked about whether or not uh the parade would get freshened up this year uh an episode two back maybe even last year when they announced mardi gras Mm -hmm. uh in the dates and it turns out that they are we are going to have six brand new floats this year for mardi gras and uh it seems like the whole parade this year is going to be themed around mythical creatures according to these new floats interesting so i should have looked up what these meant maybe someone can do that as i mention them and see if they have any some some okay, ready, kind go. of good the manticore's majesty that's, Man, the that's manticore one. is a Persian legendary creature similar to the Egyptian sphinx. It has the body of a red lion, a human head with three rows of sharp teeth, sometimes bat-like wings, and a trumpet-like voice. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it talks like? I can't do that. I, I don't know. Trumpeting? You were doing it to the theme of the show as well when you did that. <laughs> like the theme of the Daily Fix. Like dun 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 dun. <laughs> Very interesting. Well, I'm. <laughs> I'm a. Uh, what other ones have you got in there? Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll move on to the next one. one. <laughs> We're still going on that one. Well, we now know what it is. So the next one is the rise of the Garuda. G A R U D A for any of those. The listening. rise of the Gouda. Garuda. Just a it's big not cheese. the rise of cheese. It's just a big <laughs> wheel of cheese. cheese. <laughs> yeah, here's uh, wonderful. Um, <laughs> they throw it out instead of beads. They just throw out those single slices that are wrapped in. G A R U D A. Yeah, apparently it's the. Uh, oh, it's a large mickle. Mythical. It's a large mythical bird like creature or humanoid bird that appears in both Hindu and Buddhist mythology. 
Mm-hmm. Very interesting. So I did not know that one. Um, the next one, the Dance of the Dragon. I, can, I don't I think know. we need to. I can Google Dragon if <laughs> yeah. you need. Is it? Is it <laughs> a? What's the Chinese fireball? Ooh. That's a, well. That's the question. What type of <laughs> what type of dragon is it going to be? Is it going to be uh, your your Asian style dragons like Chinese style, or is it going to be more uh, Saxon Anglo-Saxon the dragon? Region. Yeah. Yeah. I, which one? It, it, just from the sounds of it, that sounds very, very Chinese to me. And I think that would go in with the feel of the parade, but, you know, just me. Maybe it, maybe it's just straight up Game of Thrones. Who knows? We'll find out very, very shortly from now, less than a month. Um, Phoenix from the Flames. That, of course, that we, I think we're all good on that. Phoenix, it's the fire, firebird. Watch, Dumbledore's pet. Watch Harry Potter. Yeah, you've got to be confused. careful. These, like, it's very Harry Potter. Yeah, that's what I thought. But it is the year of Fantastic Beasts. Well, it's not... It's that was the end of last consecutive. I don't know. We know what you're trying to say. We okay. Know what you're trying to say. And next we have garden sprites. Yeah, we like, know what those are. What are what are garden sprites? They're like little fairies that live in your garden. It's oh, like, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah. So so garden sprites. I guess. I mean, I I've seen Lady in the Water too. So yeah, that works. Paul right? Giamatti. Yeah, good movie. <laughs> and then, uh, last but not least, I actually do enjoy it. It's a, it's one of those things that it's, it's bad, it's but bad, it's entertaining. Well, it's not. It's, yeah. it's a, it's a, supposed to be like a family movie. It's only supposed to be scary. Only ruined M Night Shyamalan's career forever. And the final one, Flight of the Pegasus. So they're channeling a little Hercules action there. I like it. So, oh, it's funny you should horse. say that because I thought Flight of the Hippogriff. Like, I thought we were still in the Harry Potter vein well, with you, some of these. You know, it's I, I have while you're announcing all these floats in my head is that um, this for a surprise this year at the Harry Potter weekend they're going to have a parade and it's going to be a Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them parade and these are going to be the floats and they're going to recycle them from Mardi Gras. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can think about is that like why did they go with Fantastic Beasts or why did they go with Mythical Beasts and now I'm like. A lot of these are in Harry Potter. <laughs> tricky, yeah. but very tricky. I, 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 I think the floats. I think the throw floats. wands out at people yeah. instead. Someone <laughs> loses an eye. That would hurt. <laughs> no, that would definitely hurt for sure. But I think um, I think Man, these I new floats right sound now. good. Uh, the last time around, they were kind of based on you know they've done kind of events um, like they had Rio or Carnival from Rio de Janeiro, stuff like that. Um, Featured, they had the um, a lot of the steampunk style floats that were about transportation. The the time before that, that they were uh, doing a little bit of a freshen and update. I think this sounds pretty cool. I'm sure we'll still see our classic, uh, our riverboat float, the the gator float. Your um, you know uh, all the ones that have to be there every year. Um, but the the ones in between, you know, it's it, it's going to be good. So I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, now to be not as positive on it um we have the actual concert lineup so i'm going to go through rhino please don't hate on the country music too much in this one <laughs> please we don't need it oh man i didn't bring my hat with the straw like i yeah. promised for this one this would have been perfect we, we don't need a repeat of that last week but let's go through the lineup uh start <laughs> kicking off the event on february 4th will be trace adkins which, um, I mean, I do know him. I know his name. I don't know him personally. I go, you do. I know right? his name in the country music world, and I don't pay attention to that realm. So uh, that seems like a pretty big get in terms of an artist. Um, February 11th, Neo. 
I like Neo. So. Neo's come. Neo's been performed before. Universal. Neo's cool. Um, February 18th, Collective Soul. Always, so, a, always a good one. Yes, yes. Uh, February 19th, one that I didn't know until you had to remind me who they were. Uh, Ex-Ambassadors. So, of that hit song. Renegades. And then the one that's on the... Oh, my gosh. The one on the radio right now that is super popular. And I don't like as much because it's too, like, slow for me. Just sing it. a second. Who else is coming, Craig? Yeah, keep going. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Okay. Oh, yep. Oh, well, I mean, I'll help on this one of why they're popular. February 25th, Fifth Harmony. Oh. Unsteady. Unsteady. Yeah, those are the the five girls. Oh, I understand why they're popular. I saw them on Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve starring Ryan Seacrest. They might have been around a long time. I don't listen to pop music in general, I will listen to some popular artists, but. Pop well, music is not my genre. Okay, they've of been choice. around. For, when I say a long time, I mean four years. So okay, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> it's it's nothing against it. It's just not. It's not my style. I can appreciate people who go out and find their dreams musically. It's just not my style. So that's why I don't listen to them. My jam on March fourth. Cool in the gang. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like I've heard that name, but I can't recall who they are oh, or what they've sung. Can you? My. Can you? Give me any idea. Oh, look at that look. God. Oh. Why, I, that name rings a bell, but I don't know. Give me a song that they've sung. You, are you serious? Yeah, I'm being serious. Celebrate? What? Celebrate yeah. good time. Okay, see, now I know. That's that's all we had to do. <laughs> Come on. No, 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 no. Play no. that funky music. Hmm? Oh, did they do that as well? March 5th, Olivia Newton-John of Xanadu fame. Was that Wild Cherry inside? Who's she? No, I'm kidding. I know who Xanadu. You've never heard of Xanadu? I know who she is. I don't know what Xanadu is. The most epic roller skate movie ever made? No, never heard of this. Okay. Gosh. Olivia Newton John? No, no. I know who Olivia Newton John is. I don't know what Xanadu is. Something to do with roller skating. They made a Broadway musical, too, in in years of late. Oh, well, good to know. Good to know. Um, we also then, after March 5th, sorry, I keep going on the Confisco's menu. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, March 11th, of course, the real thing that I'm excited for this concert series, UB40. So uh, Which they had to explain to me. Yes. I didn't know. We had to explain that to Rhino of <laughs> Red Red Wine fame. Um, you know. Yeah, that's one I had no trouble with at all. Thank yes. you, Father. You uh, set me up there for, for life with yes. UB40. There you go. Uh, March 12th, Toby Keith. So, very good, again, for the country world. Um, March 18th, Jason Derulo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, March 19th, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Another oldie but a goodie. And you know who they are, right, Oliver? Finishing yes. off okay. the event on March 25th, the All-American Rejects. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I think, I, I don't know, maybe I, I just don't have, like, a, a finger on the pulse right now. I would say either Fifth Harmony Fifth Harmony is probably their big name this year, maybe. Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. I mean, technically, I think Toby Keith is the most famous person that they have. Um, he's one of the biggest country singers. Mm. Yes, he is. I'm sure. I mean, I'm so- not saying. I'm not denying he's one of the biggest country singers, but yeah, I'm. I'm sure someone in chat could back me up on it that. Um, Toby Keith is probably the most famous person out there, but I, I like I, the song Get Ugly by Jason Derulo. 
I like Jason Derulo. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Jason Derulo fan. I think he's got a single on the radio right now. But, I mean, in terms of, like, exposure at the moment, probably Fifth Harmony because they were on Dick Clark's Rock and Eve, mm. but also the girl just left. One of the members just left the band, too, and it was a big deal. And mm. I don't know. That's always sad. But there's no, there's no like, crazy, oh, no. my gosh, I can't believe they got that group this year. Like, yeah, actually, not, I think it was Fall Out Boy. It was right? Fall Out Boy. And and Kelly Clarkson before. The year before that, Kelly Clarkson was a big get. Um, yeah, I, it's not really super strong this year, but... Um, yeah, I, I think there's there's definitely uh, there's something out there for everyone uh, based on you know it might not be when you come down, but parade for fifty nights straight that's good enough for me. I'm very excited for Mardi Gras, so of course you'll see our coverage of that coming this February. Um, yes, you will see that then. So let's move on. Um, I think before we get into our Confisco review, I think I would actually prefer to maybe. Uh, chime in uh, with that Margaritaville review. So um, while we prepare for our review of Confisco Grill, we'll give you a little taste of what uh, Pete experienced when they went to Margaritaville. So here that is. Hey guys, today we're at Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. Um, we just sat down, ordered some appetizers. Um, so I'm excited. I've, I've been here before, but I've never had a meal. The nachos, the nachos here are epic. So we had to order those. We also got a uh, crab dip, and I'm trying to get into this. Steve, it's like the Steve show. So we need like Steve's head. Um, so we got the, uh, the crab dip, we got the we ordered the nachos, um, I'm doing the beach club, which is like a ham and turkey sandwich, trying to keep it on the diet. I went for the rancho burger with lots of ranch dressing. And what did you order, Mr. Charles? Uh, I went for the Florida grouper sandwich, and I'm really in the mood for some fish right now, so I'm looking forward to it. So, we'll see how this goes. Okay, so I had the Beach Club, which is a club sandwich. So it's ham, turkey, smoked bacon, Swiss cheese, um, and a, an aioli, a garlic, a garlic aioli sauce, I think was on it. Uh, $13.99, and it was good. I thought the, uh, it, but what was weird is it only comes on white bread. You don't have an option to do like whole wheat or a whole grain or rot or anything like that, just white bread. So that was kind of a, a disappointment. But for $13.99, I felt it was worth it. I thought the, uh, uh, I thought that the, the cold cuts were, were fresh. It's a good sandwich. I enjoyed it. Yeah, so I had the grouper sandwich, which was uh, around $17. I thought it was going to be a little lighter. Uh, to be honest, the thing's a grease factory. So think about if you're getting a burger, that kind of level of grease. It was good, though. Um, it was salty and tangy. Um, the only problem I ran into is that it's pretty heavy on the coleslaw added to it. So it's a bit messy to eat, um, but it was filling. Definitely worth the price. Um, and I was pleasantly surprised with it. I got it grilled. Um, usually I go for blackened, but I decided grilled. The fish itself was very well prepared. Um, so if that sort of thing is your thing, then I highly recommend it. Okay, so I got the Rancho Burger. It was pretty good. I, I chose to not go with bacon. They, they do have apple with bacon that you can put on top, but I, I don't know. I don't like bacon on my burger, so I went without the bacon. So it was uh, ranch dressing, pickles, tomatoes, and with or without bacon. Um, I 
thought it was a good burger for a theme park location, but it was it didn't wow me. It wasn't a spectacular burger that I would you know recommend people getting if they come here. I would say try something else. Um, but it wasn't horrible. I didn't send it back. Um, it wasn't a very juicy burger, and I got a medium rare, which usually is a, a little bit more juicier. But um, overall, it was all right. I didn't send it back, but I'll get something next, uh, something different next time. Okay, so we just finished up our meal. Um, I love the atmosphere here. I like the music, and it feels very vacationy. I, like I said earlier, I didn't love my burger. But what do you guys think? Look, I, you know, the food was good. Um, this is one of my favorite places to eat at City Walk. Always has been. It's really consistent. Again, it's not gourmet food. Um, it's good bar food. Um, yeah, for the three of us, without an annual pass discount would have been about $112, so it's not cheap. And no one had any alcohol, so um, when you consider that we had two appetizers, three main courses, no dessert, $112 is not cheap. Um, with the annual pass discount, I think it came to $88. So uh, we saved like $14 or something. That's, I mean, yeah, so, good discount. You know, yeah. uh, no, it would be 102 not 112 Sorry, I'm having trouble doing math. $102, not $112. But still, you're talking $33, $34 a person, right? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah. Because um, I'm apparently math challenged today. Uh, so it's, I, I think, you know, value for money paid, eh. But it's a, it's a good place, solid, you know, good bar food, nice atmosphere, good yeah. music. I think it's um, a great place for if you're here on vacation. It's a lot you, of fun. You, you don't get to go out to the beach maybe because maybe you're in the theme parks all the time. This is your mini beach uh, vacation. Yeah, exactly. And I understand the margaritas are really good. And I'll say this for being a local. I think I'm the only one of the three of us who's spent their entire life in Florida. The beach theme generally doesn't do it for me. Um, so I was a little worried about this place kind of annoying me. It didn't. The music is not overly loud unless you're at the bar across from the restaurant. Then they kind of blare it. And on the exterior, they blare it a little to get you to come inside. You but if you want to be able to have a conversation with your friends and you don't want to be blasted with Jimmy Buffett, you can still sit down and enjoy yourself. And the beach stuff is kitschy, but it's not so in your face that if you are a Florida native or you're not into the beach scene, you're not, not going to enjoy it. So I still found it pleasant, and I was a little worried about that at first. So Yeah, it's definitely quieter inside than it is outside. Yeah, yeah. well, just in city walk in general, there's a lot of music yeah always but, playing around but you know what it's a solid place one of my favorites it's a it's a regular stop for me when I'm at uh, City Walk so yeah I enjoyed it thanks guys okay so um, I don't know if they're out there watching right now or if they'll ever watch this back but thank you guys for uh, bringing us that little look into Margaritaville uh, I know the last time Rhino and I ate there we had a really really fun experience we a did, lot of yeah. food engorged ourselves mm -hmm. yes I was dragging my feet on that one, and then I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It was one of those surprise ones for me. Yeah, no, I, I agree. So um, it seems like, for the most part, it still holds up. And I know I've been talking to some people about this. Yes, we cannot take Steve seriously at all, ever, <laughs> because he does not like anything normal on his burger. He doesn't like uh, bacon. And this one, yesterday, when we ate at Confisco, he asked for the sandwich that he got to not have lettuce or tomatoes on it like, because that just makes everything messy was his response um so yeah we just we cannot he's a, he's a cheese pizza chicken nugget 
very plain cheese kind of guy yeah he's a very very plain um so i guess that's good there are plain people out there in the world who want to know how the plain things stack up um and your guy yeah steve's your guy (laughs) his favorite popsicle flavor is just frozen water (laughs) (laughs) i'm being told it's not engorged it's just plain gorged so there's also that um so without further ado we are going to get into our dining review on confisco grill so you might ask me hey craig what is confisco Confisco Grill. Well, Confisco Grill is one of two full-service restaurants that we have at Universal uh, Universal's Islands of Adventure. So this one is actually one of your first things that you'll see as you're making your way through the park because it is in port of entry. Um, it's a very large building on the right if you are walking into the park right at the end. Uh, it's almost impossible to miss it. Um, but yes, if you do, that's where it is. Have fun with that. So, um, a little statue of Oliver out front there, too. Yeah. So, Confisca, or sorry. <laughs> oh, that, that happened. So, uh, Port of Entry. Um, I, I guess to talk about Confisco Grill, we have to talk a little bit about Port of Entry, and that is that Port of Entry is just kind of a mishmash of this, that, and the other, because you have to think about it if you've ever cruised before, like it is a port in an island somewhere. You get off. <laughs> And I mean, yeah, you understand now. No, like, I just I had visions of people walking around Islands of Adventure, like keeping the hands on their pockets, so like nobody robs <laughs> them. <laughs> well, it, it, it's got this, that, and the other. It has its big surplus store with everything you could want: cheap tchotchkes, souvenirs. <laughs> it has your like weird Christmas decorations that are just there. Musical They're at every island too. It's musical <laughs> instruments, bakeries, uh, food, dining, this, that, and the other, and. Uh, because of that, too, at Confisco's, you have a very, very weird menu that includes Italian, Mexican, Asian, <laughs> Greek, and American dishes that uh, consist of grilled sandwiches, burgers, salads, fajitas, pizza, pasta. And it's, I, I mean, sometimes you look at a menu for a restaurant and you're like, they literally tried. Um, wasn't there a Seinfeld episode of it where they tried to convince, um, was it Babu Bot? Who he had his oh, Indian, yeah, yeah, and they tried to convince him, or he had the it, restaurant he had something, and, and Jerry told him to put something on the menu. He, right? Well, his restaurant was he tried to feature every cuisine from every culture in his restaurant, and they're like, "Well, no, you're you're Indian. Why not yeah. just why not make the food you know?" And then his restaurant closes down, and he gets deported. <laughs> I know someone's going to correct me if I got that plot point wrong, but this is kind of like that same idea. It just has a weird mashup. Um, but before we get into what we had, what we truly thought about it, I believe Oliver did put together a little bit of a look at Confisco's, the food, the atmosphere, and everything. So uh, for those of you who are listening, if you want to watch this video, then please head over to youtube.com slash WDWinfo, and you will be able to find it there. But let's go. Okay, well, that was our look at Confisco Grill. So I don't know if you're impressed by it, not impressed um here's where you find out if we were so um first off let's talk about the inside how do we feel about that the atmosphere the 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 atmosphere so i just said the atmosphere the twice atmosphere? in a row the <laughs> atmosphere okay i'm, I'm like living matrix, in a loop the matrix I'm just looped. rewrote itself okay. <laughs> so uh what do we think of the inside um, oliver 
so what the, one of the things they try and do is they try and incorporate some of the decorations from the different lands in Islands of Adventure, the different islands um, that you go around. So there's some stuff in there uh, that's very obvious, like from uh, Toon Lagoon uh, and also from Jurassic Park uh, and a few other different areas. And that's nice. It's oh. It sounds like it's going to be this huge like mishmash of stuff, but it actually kind of works the way they do it. So um, that's quite fun. And it's something, because this is the second visit I did, um, it's something that I didn't actually realize until uh, um, Asita pointed it out to us this time. So, you know, props for props for doing that. It made my experience a little bit nicer. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm upset that we couldn't find the... Uh, apparently, there was a wand in there to help represent Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Uh, so obviously, some of the decorations are much easier to find um, in terms of the Jurassic Park, Toon Lagoon, Seuss Landing. Mm-hmm. We didn't find that wand that's in there, though. Who knows what if it's the still Marvel? there? Um, I don't think we found anything from Marvel either. I'm sure it's in there somewhere. Um, This this was actually my first time being in here um, and dining here as well, too. Uh, It's just one of those things. It's never really worked out that I've I've gotten to go to it. I think at one point I thought I did it. And, you know, again, maybe my brain keeps rewriting itself because I can't remember. Um, But I definitely did not. uh, I definitely did not eat here before and in terms of the atmosphere uh i i did find it uh pretty pretty cool for a theme park like mythos it's actually a really really designed well-designed restaurant on the inside it's it's got it's interesting i think there's a lot of stuff around for like children to look at to help keep them uh you know a little bit distracted on oh wow the theming's kind of cool in here but um the the one thing that i believe steve may have brought up uh but i absolutely 100 percent agree on they didn't really like kind of spread out the restaurant into like little nooks and crannies. Yeah. A lot of the main seating was right in one area in the middle that had a very high ceiling, which caused the restaurant as it got busier and busier to get very loud because everyone's voice was just echoing up into the ceiling and coming back down. So when we got there, we were like maybe one of four tables mm-hmm. uh, in the restaurant. It was very nice, very pleasant. By the end of it, it started to get a little bit loud. Um, but the atmosphere, I, I, I liked it. I give it a thumbs up. How about you, Rhino? Any thoughts on that? I think it was fine. It was nothing special for me. It was like, it wasn't bad. It wasn't, I wasn't like, oh, wow, great. I mean, we went at a time, like you said, it wasn't very busy, but I can imagine getting incredibly loud in there because of the way it's seated. It's still part of that kind of, I always feel like they're in this new wave of starting to redesign theming and how things goes ever since all the Harry Potter stuff, you know, um, uh, in bringing that immersion into the restaurants a little bit more. Whereas, like, I think this this restaurant does a good job of being what it is. But, um, yeah, I'd like to see more of, like, what you said, nooks and crannies, maybe some booths here and there. And, you know, I'm sure that this was kind of made more as kind of, we only have two sit-down restaurants, and we really want to be able to take as many people as we can, so we need the space to be kind of wide open for that. But, yeah. They did have some booths in there, and I will say the booths fit the theming a lot better than the tables did. Yeah. They At the tables, and you've probably seen in the video just there, they have these, like, green and blue chairs. And I feel like that let them down an awful lot. They felt so out of place. I know that seems like such a weird thing to talk about and pick up on, but for a restaurant that did such a good job with the theming and the artwork and, you know stuff like that that's up on the walls the the chairs are it looks like a child's birthday party it wasn't very good at all well i think i want to save service 
for after uh, after we talk about the food. So let's get in uh, to the actual food portion of it. So uh, we had five of us there. Um, it was myself, Rhino, Oliver, Steve, and then, of course, Pete's friend Charles joined us as well, too. He's, uh, he's starting to get back into Universal, so that's why you're going to see him pop up at a lot of the stuff that um, we're doing around Universal. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, we, we had a nice, big, broad group to really kind of get a, a grip on the menu, order some different things, and that we did. We, we jumped all around this menu. Um, like, every time we go out and do a review, we start with a little bit of appetizers, and here we started with two different ones. I'm going to start with, uh, I think I'm going to start with the fried calamari, the Moroccan fried calamari. Threw you for a twist there, You Oliver. did, you did. Um, this dish cost $8.99. It was Moroccan seasoned fried calamari and sweet peppers served with a roasted lemon garlic aioli. And Rhino loves him some garlic aioli. I oh, can tell you sure that. Oh, he sure does. Um, throw in some lemon garlic aioli. Shut the front door. Shut it. Get out of there. So um, I'm talking, and I can't seem to shut myself up, so I'm going to keep (laughs) going on. Uh, Actually, very good calamari. Um, uh, I I do want, before you change this photo, though, to look at that cup on the left. That is Nobody's touched it. And that (laughs) cup, the bottom of that cup is just under that sauce. It is literally like somebody took a knife in the cap. Took what was yeah. in the cap and gave us that. We'll we'll have pictures of all the food items for those listening in our show notes at disunplug.com. Um, yeah, there's uh, the calamari was cooked well. It wasn't overly greasy. It wasn't overly squishy. Uh, there was just two problems. There was barely any of it um, because it was served on top of um, packing peanuts. And then the garlic aioli, the lemon garlic aioli served with it was like they couldn't spare any more. They could only spare one square. Yeah. Not even a square, though. Yeah, I would say that was kind of a theme as well, as you'll see throughout a lot of the items. It was kind of like, oh, we're on rations now. They're cutting back. Yeah. I would say very, very good food. Portion size. Pathetic for this. This this for this. Yes. Yeah, okay. And I I like sauce. I like extra sauce. Um, I know Rhino's the same. If we have extra sauce left over, even if it doesn't go with the next dish you might be having... You don't know. It might work. I might have wanted to put that garlic aioli, garlic aioli, garlic on aioli. my Where are you from? on garlic my pasta that I had later. Donkeys. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm. I like the whatever the sauces are that come out in the beginning. I want to um, maybe save them, dip them in stuff later. Yeah. I don't know. So, um, any other thoughts on the calamari? Uh, mine was more of a personal thing. Yeah. Like, I just like it just ever so slightly crispier. It had a really good taste. I enjoyed the taste an awful lot. And it wasn't overly chewy, which, you know, calamari can be sometimes. But I just wanted that, that like, the outside just to be slightly crispier. It just felt like it needed just a few more minutes in the fryer. But, you know, it wasn't bad. I, I would eat it again. Yeah. No, I uh, completely... Completely on board with that. So, um, what else do we have in terms of the uh, the appetizers? Oh, that's right. Hummus. 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 So this is an this is an item on the menu that could be made gluten free if you ask for it. And of course, uh, it is vegetarian. It is Middle Eastern hummus served with peasant bread, wood oven baked lavosh, 
topped with sesame seeds and olive oil. $6.99 for this item. Rhino, talk about the presentation of this as well as your thoughts, please. Um, I, well, first of all, if you'll notice the shape of the uh, the bread here, there was a debate that it's sort of United States shaped. Um, <laughs> Florida but, looks stubby. Yeah, a little stubby Florida on the end. Um but I was I was actually surprised um, because they bring it out and rather than like little slices of pita, which seems like the theme park cus- customary thing they do. Um, it was it was definitely baked in house um, and uh, just one big piece that you kind of tear away. Some of like non bread because yeah. that's what I thought it was at first. And um, so you get that and the hummus um, and the, a pretty healthy portion of the hummus, too. It doesn't look like much if you're watching and seeing this picture. It looks maybe smaller, but that's pretty big. I'd say there was more hummus than the side of soup I got. And it, the hummus, I thought, was actually really good. I yeah. mean, it was standard hummus. Though. Yeah. No, but no, it was very. You know. But it was you could tell that the hummus was homemade. Um, yeah, very creamy. It, it was definitely creamy. It was very fresh. Um but yeah, the, even the portion size on that, I would say if you're uh, if you're used to buying hummus in a store, like uh, specifically Sabra hummus, uh, pretty much the go-to of hummuses, then this would have been about half of the amount that you would get in one tub of Sabra. Um, but uh, this was the appetizer that our uh, our server recommended to us, and. You know, I, I think it really was a winner. I would go back here and have this hummus again. Yeah, we. I mean, um, we we scooped out at the end. Mm. Like we ran out of the bread, but Oliver and I were still scooping. Yeah, like, we, the bowl we together. wouldn't let the uh, the like, server take the hummus pot away, even though it was definitely at a point where it should have gone. Yeah. yeah. So no, I was very impressed with it. I thought the bread was a nice change. Actually, it was a lot lighter than a pitta. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Very very good. And again, very very fresh. You knew mm. that. Yeah. We'll pitta? we'll talk later about it. <laughs> <laughs> a pitta. A pitta. Um. You know what? I can't argue on this one because it's. Are you going to call it a pitta or are you going to call it a character from the Hunger Games? Pitta. We had the uh, pitta malark. <laughs> we just don't know how to we'll handle. Just name this, the but. character who owns a bread factory at yeah. Pita. That seems <laughs> that seems normal. I've only just figured that I made that connection. Now. That is oh. Fantastic. Oh, so I, I would say by the time we were finished with the appetizer portion of our meal, um, we didn't have unhigh hopes at this point. We were like, okay, mm, it's well, not. Yeah, they set us up. I was like, ooh, this might actually be it's might. a decent place. Just before might. you move on, though, don't forget Rhino had his soup. He never actually asked for it to be a starter, but they brought okay, it out okay, with yeah, a starter. I, yeah. so. I, I, when we placed all of our food orders, I yes. ordered what i got and it you know the the things below mine said they came you could add a side of a, sa- a salad or a soup and i was like oh you know what i'll add a soup to mine and um because it was also listed as an appetizer it was listed as both like mm, so yeah. the, when you order a side of soup there were two it was tomato potato i said potato yeah. and got tomato and then i sent it back and got potato and the potato soup like oh i was like mm, that looks kind of good yeah and when you try it we all tried good. it um it was very <laughs> sodium heavy so for me it tasted like um in the states you don't, we don't get this in the rest of the world but you get onion powder which you put in your yeah, cooking yeah, yeah. it tasted like they'd used way too much onion powder in it and it just 
it, this sounds disgusting. It was like reminiscent of like when Body someone's order. opened, yeah, like a gym bag. I was like, ooh, not nice. It had the promise that it was good, but the balance like, was off completely. This tastes what my gym bag smelled like. <laughs> it definitely smells. So this is, yeah, this was uh, the hearty potato leek soup <laughs> with hearty. bacon and shredded Monterey Jack cheese. And the tomato is not there every day. That was just the fresh soup of the day uh 4.99 if you're just having this outright i believe it was like 2.39 if you were adding yeah. it on um oh boy yeah you you mentioned that it was very sodium heavy um you know when you add in the the salty greasy bacon mm-hmm. on top of melted cheese and then already i'm sure they added extra salt in with all this too uh totally understand it the, the, the consistency was way off for me it, it, um, like the fact the that i could eat leak, it with a fork yeah, yeah so yeah, you, you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that says a lot so um yeah don't get it <laughs> that's my recommendation yes that's uh, you know we've but the the good appetizers, the real appetizers, those left us with a little promise. So in terms of your uh, mains, then, uh, we kind of have three different breakdowns of what it's in. We have some salads, you have your entrees, and then uh, a very heavy sandwich menu. Um, and so we have a little bit of everything. So, for example, Rhino had a Southwest chicken salad. Uh, Charles had the Salmon Santa Maria. I had the chicken Valhalla pasta. Uh, Oliver had the chicken curry chakra. And Steve went and surprised us all by having a buffalo shrimp and chicken sandwich. But wait for it. Really went on the. Wanted the lettuce and tomato removed. (laughs) Yes, it it cannot. God forbid you put a vegetable in that boy's body. Oh, I think we figured out his bun situation too. He didn't realize it. He's not working out enough. No, I want to. I want to. We'll start going through menu items. I got to look it up just to double check, though. Um, that could explain where there was the misconnect with him. But um, yeah, we will start on this one. I want to start with Oliver, actually, mm. the with his chicken curry chakra. Do you need me to read off the description and the price for you? No, or are not you good? at all. I can. Okay. I've got a fantastic memory. So um, let's see. Or a picture in front of you. I, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give away the secrets. Uh, so yeah, I went for the uh, the chicken curry chakra. Um, it was it was very good. So what it was, it was a, a Caribbean or Caribbean spiced chicken curry uh, made with carrots, onions, peppers, and sweet raisins. Not many sweet raisins, I'll add. There was, there was I think, three I counted. Um, and it was served say, with a coconut... Yeah, you really can see I didn't see, see when we were passing the plates um, around, yeah. You can see one in the photo. Um, it was served with a coconut jasmine rice from the islands, which I will add was definitely the highlight of the dish. Coconut jasmine? The coconut jasmine. jasmine. You said a very soft jasmine. and tender. Um, jasmine. Yeah, the coconut jasmine rice was perfect. They they, <laughs> they had that down. Like, that was... That was um, the quality of that rice was outstanding, and I know it's just rice, but honestly, I was I was so impressed. It was a very um, it was a tender flavour, um, and it did complement the dish very well. So it wasn't overly adventurous, although it sounds like it could be. It wasn't that spicy, um, and it was very very heavy with um, the cheaper vegetables. You'll see a lot of carrots in there. You'll see a lot of um, you know raisins in there, and yeah. a lot of celery. Um, yeah. And it was incredibly light, incredibly yeah. light yeah. on the chicken. He likes his flavors like he loves his lovers. Tender. Carrots. Oh. oh. 
All the snowmen were very popular with Oliver when they were. It's a good job I didn't have anything with an aubergine in it. That's an eggplant for Americans. <laughs> Wonderful. Any other thoughts on it? <laughs> it was thirteen ninety nine, and um, it it wasn't terrible. The, my biggest disappointment with it was not the flavour. It was the amount of chicken in there. You had these teeny tiny slitherings of chicken. Slitherings. They looked a little Hufflepuff. Yeah. <laughs> it was um, a slither. I meant sorry. If and if you want to see what he's talking about if you watch the uh, dining vlog we yeah. did for this um there which will go up later is i there's a close-up of his chicken my chicken the proteins in general seemed <laughs> that was yeah uh, well maybe not shady. all of them but yeah okay oh no my protein was shady too shady is like, what you said that's not what i heard so okay <laughs> it felt like i said earlier it was like they were rationing it out it's like they already had like pre um like pre-served cups like you're not allowed to use more than half a cup of chicken in this dish and it's it was like, like they realized all their chicken was about to expire <laughs> yeah. and some was expired so they had to look at them like okay what can cut we serve today piece. cut out the good cut, piece cut yeah. like, <laughs> or like when you go when you find a chinese food restaurant like the buffets yeah. and you're like ah oh, it's fine dollars all you can eat no way and you go in and like the chicken's like this big and you're like, oh that's probably why it's probably the parts that they snip off the chicken yes you know that's that's very that's pretty much on the point so um and now that i looked up steve's situation that's happening i'm gonna help him with his since he's not here but as rhino mentioned there's also a uh there's a dining vlog that will be going up at some point uh, alongside all of this so that way if you want to prefer to hear their thoughts about their food uh, firsthand and right in the moment, then you also have that available for you. Uh, Steve had the buffalo shrimp and chicken, as I said, chicken, uh, popcorn shrimp and grilled buffalo chicken served with ranch dressing, cheese, lettuce, and tomato on a chala bun. I believe that's how it is pronounced, right? Chala? Or is it chala? I believe it's Coachella. Uh... You're an idiot. Um, (laughs) Chala bread. Chala bun. Someone will correct me if I'm wrong on that. that I'm just going to keep holla. Isn't that the is it holla? Yeah, it, it, um, the the bread. Okay, at at Tusum, when you order the um, the French toast stuff, yeah, and they do the burger melt one. They make it with that bread. I, I really, it's well, whatever. We can okay. Someone is it is holla. Sorry, yeah, it, like holla. I'm sorry. Who's got bread? Holla. <laughs> Who puts in a silent C? Come on. A silent C. Hey, ask Harl's in the other room over there. Of all the people, <laughs> Harl. <laughs> Every time I watch The Walking Dead now, I won't be able to. Harl. 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 <laughs> so stupid. But, yeah. So it, it, <laughs> yeah, you think that's bad. What about the pterodactyl? I love how much this is on a delay for the fact that everyone's screaming, silent C, silent C. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can't. Holla. Harl. Um, <laughs> kind of bread do you like? So yeah, it had that. Um, yeah, as we said, Steve removed the lettuce and tomato because, well, he's a six-year-old girl. Um, he said that this was flavorful, which, uh, you know, it's to me, it almost seems like a weird amalgamation of different flavors. I would never think of putting my buffalo, my grilled buffalo chicken, next to popcorn shrimp. Um, that just doesn't sound appealing to me. Um, his main problem, though, was with his holla 
bun. Um, but I think that's because he wasn't prepared for challah bread, which is made differently than like your standard bun. And as we said, Steve being that six-year-old girl, he is used to like, if it doesn't come out like a McDonald's bun, um, I, I think he would be deeply disappointed yeah. in it. So, um, Get that sesame seed patty? Yeah, so maybe, maybe we'll we'll have to like try to expand his breads um to get oh some gosh, different stuff totally in there but some sort of like take him to that where's that bread tasting at disney oh, oh at, uh, uh, Sanaa. yes Sanaa. yeah we'll, we'll see what happens <laughs> we'll then. take him there and <laughs> his worst nightmare i'm sure but <laughs> but um yeah so that was his problem he did not like the holla bun um but hey it is what it is. That was thirteen ninety nine served with fries. He always gets fries with everything. I've never seen him eat a French fry. I think in my life. No, because <laughs> whenever he's done, he like he cans me the. Where did we? We went somewhere the other day. We were doing a dining thing, and he at the end was like fries. Oh, it was Cosmic Rays, which I don't know why he would eat that, but oh. um, always there's always just this mound of fries, and I'm like, why don't you try something else? Horrible. Okay, so moving on, Rhino, let's go with your Southwest chicken salad. Also an item that could be made gluten-free, if you ask, but it is vegetarian. I didn't... Well, how to, or it could be made vegetarian, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the chicken salad's vegetarian. <laughs> um, so I could have pulled up the menu, and I did not. Um... But I'm just going to I can start help off. you. I'll help you. Yeah, please help um, me. Grilled fajita chicken tossed over romaine lettuce with tomatoes, cucumbers, roasted corn, crunchy tortilla strips, salsa, and Tabasco onions served with chipotle ranch dressing for twelve ninety nine. I I dare somebody to find those chipotle, uh, those strips, <laughs> those thing in that in that photo there. Isn't this way there? Isn't that what they were referring to there on the left-hand side? Those three... Yes. No, they were pitas. And they were like... Oh. It's like someone took a, a magic marker and drew those black lines on because they were definitely never touched a grill ever. So I'm not quite sure where those came from. Um, yeah, okay. So the bread, the piece of chicken in this was literally... Sorry, we forgot. It's actually hicken. 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 <laughs> this hicken salad... Um, was the thinnest piece of hicken I've ever seen in my life. It was like paper... <laughs> It was literally like Hicken had been dressed up and painted, or paper had been painted to look like that. Um, and I will actually back you up on that. The photo that we're showing now makes it look a lot yeah, thicker. You, it, it, I promise he's not lying. It was incredibly yeah. thin. In the dining vlog, I do pick it up and turn it around because I, I needed to show you how thin it was. It looks like, like the skin from the old lady and there's something about Mary. <laughs> oh God, it does. Yeah, the one with the dog. Um, the corn was um, it. It was it was like the amount that would fill. It was probably the amount, same amount of corn as there was sauce for the uh, for the uh, uh, calamari. Um, there was like six little. And when I talk tomatoes, I'm talking like little centimeter, millimeter sized tomatoes. I didn't see a cucumber until Craig pointed it out. It was about that big as well. And there was n there was no crunchy tortilla strips, but for some reason, three pieces of pita bread in, in there. But um, it was probably the worst Southwest chicken salad I've ever had. It was literally just heaps of romaine lettuce and the part of the lettuce that's like the piece of the stem. So it's very, very like, it's not what you want. And you don't want romaine lettuce anyway. So 
I tried to be good and get something like, you know, salad, but in that, like, okay, dressing on the side, whatever, be healthier, trying to lose weight. And yeah, because I, there was not much to eat here, I certainly did. Um, I would not recommend it at all. I think it is a waste of money, especially when you can go to Tijuana Flats or Chipotle, Chipotle, and you can get um, Chipotle. And I do know, I do know how to say Chipotle. I say Chipotle. I eat at Chipotle, Chipotle. three times a week. I don't say Chip- saying the same thing. I, I when I was saying the ingredients of your salad, I said Chipotle. Chipotle. Oh, Chipotle. Chipotle. It is. It's got a Chipotle ranch. I well, I love going home for the holidays and your stuff. You know, in Florida, you hear this stuff a little more than you do in like this area of Massachusetts I'm from. So whenever they find something that's very common here, they'd be like, "Oh, it's got that Chipotle." Chipotle? Am I saying that right? Is it Chipotle? <laughs> I'm like, no, mom. Um, but, I fr- I'm sorry. To, I had a friend back in England whose mother used to pronounce jalapeno peppers as like jalapachinos. And it used to... It, it just... <laughs> no one ever corrected her. Jalapeno peppers. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, but anyway, yeah, I don't get it. $13, you can go to a quick service place like those two establishments I just said. Get a salad for $7.50 that is much more um, nutritional, delicious, and I'm sure just as bad for you. Or go to Chipotle. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a Moe's. You could go to it. I, I'm I don't saying like without Moe's. leaving the facility. Every, but... time you, every time you go to Moe's, they always start by screaming at you as soon as you go in <laughs> the door. Welcome to Moe's. Welcome to Moe's. <laughs> it's like Firehouse. It's like, like, I don't know where to say hello. Just let me get up to the counter. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, I'm going to go to the Burger King bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So, uh, <laughs> okay. Well, anything else there? All good? All good? Yeah. We're good. Um, now let's move on. Charles, he had the the Salmon Santa Maria, um, which also could be prepared gluten-free if you ask for it. Uh, with this one, we have grilled salmon served with applewood smoked bacon, roasted Brussels sprouts, sprouts, sorry, <laughs> sprouts, um, fingerling <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> I'm still laughing about alapacino. Tossed, <laughs> topped with a Mediterranean caper sauce for twenty one ninety nine. Um I think even just like looking at the food, we could all agree that this was probably the winning dish. Jalapacinos is the name of Al Pacino's restaurant, his Tex Mex restaurant. Jalapacinos. Jalapacinos. opens a city walk Tex Mex restaurant called Jalapacinos. Look at Jalapacinos. Say hello to my little veggies. <laughs> Oh, this is probably not funny to anyone but us. <laughs> I want a T-shirt that says "Jalapenos," and someone does a logo that's "Jalapenos Cockroach." Charles said, uh, "Healthy portion um, for the price at twenty one ninety nine. Expensive, but uh, good size. Salmon was cooked really well." Uh, very flavorful. I don't believe he was happy with the uh, the Brussels sprouts. I think he preferred them uh, roasted a little bit uh, a little bit differently. But said with the addition of the fingerling potatoes, it made for overall a delicious dish. And he walked away. Um, well, it seemed like he walked away happy with it. But then I think the overall experience, he he looked back on it and wasn't as happy on it. But again, watch that vlog if you want to hear it straight from the horse's mouth. Not that he's a horse, but it's an expression, right? Right. No. 
It is. Cool. So let's wrap things up on the food portion with me. I, of course, had the Hickenvalhalla pasta, um, the pasta of the gods. I made that joke in the vlog, too. Still bad. Um, <laughs> and this has sautéed Hickenbreast with fusilli pasta tossed with kale, artichoke hearts, artichoke hearts, sorry, fresh tomatoes, and a lemon upper rosemary sauce, then topped with a hispy abage blend. Mmm. How much was it? $13.99. Mm. Uh, actually, really good. Pasta, it was fun. Fusilli got its name for a reason. It's a silly pasta, and I really <laughs> enjoy it. Um, I Give me a pasta dish with artichoke hearts in it, and out of this world go crazy for it i love artichokes i could probably just eat them eat a jar of artichokes in one sitting disgusting i'd smell terrible after you can get those um, at trader joe's actually you can get a jar just like that oh yeah. i know i do i uh, i do that and then at home i usually will make um spaghetti and artichokes together toss it in with a little olive oil mm. it's really nice it's a good good dish you should try it sometime um but not at my house and, uh, you know, I, I actually really enjoyed this. Um, again, suffered from the same problem as everyone else who had uh, poultry as a uh, item in their dish. It was literally slivers. Um, it was embarrassing how small these were. Not Slytherins, slivers of chicken. It was just sad. So sad. Uh, the amount, and that's the bad part. The amount of pasta that was served with is actually like the perfect portion you could ask for. It wasn't too much. I didn't feel like overly full especially in a theme park um but if it would have had that real protein in there that extra poultry that i wanted uh i would have walked away thinking that this was a really good dish but it just it, it wasn't balanced enough because of that flavors excellent really good flavors i mean i i finished it all i just wanted more chicken with it so for those of you watching just like take a look at that photo and count how many pieces of chicken you can see we take these photos before we eat so no one's touched this i can see two well even then that <laughs> one piece i'm looking at the one front and center it, it the photo's making it look bigger than it was and people are commenting a lot on a lot of these things looking yellow and I think some of that has to do with the lighting in the restaurant and the fact that they're all plated on yellow dishes. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. that's yellow. just what happens. There's yeah. white. Yeah, there's white balance is, issues but... with these. These were uh, point. These were pulled from a video at a last second because I failed at my job. Um, but my photos will go up, and I promise you, they will be white, white balanced properly, as any good photo should be done. Um, so. I didn't mean for that to be a throw you under the bus situation. <laughs> it's not. Wait there. I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. Let's take a look at my photo again of my dish, which has rice in it, which is white. And you can clearly see it is white there. There is no yellow tint. I, I, I do see the yellow tint, though. I don't on my display. I see it yeah. on this one. <laughs> okay. I, just, I, just I don't think you've chosen like, something that... <laughs> but, um, yes, all their food just doesn't favor to the yellow side. Uh, it, it looked like normal food. For the most part. Um, and so finally, then we wrap things up with dessert. We decided, uh, well, dessert was a strange predicament because uh, our server recommended the Brookie Sunday that they have. And for those of you out there who don't know what a Brookie is, it is a brownie cookie mixture together, um, like baked all together. And this was served with ice cream and chocolate sauce and all that. She highly recommended it. Um, but then there was no menu that came out. It was literally a tray of fake desserts 
put on a wooden board and pushed in front of us. And she went through the names so fast. Yeah, we, were we like, just kind of uh... like we listened for the keywords. Um, and out of the six different items that were on this board, uh, we saw two things that were worth noticing: uh, chocolate cream cheesecake, as well as uh, the what was it called? The dusty diamond. Um, that sounds like something that the like... peanut butter diamond. Yeah, it was peanut butter diamond. Yeah, peanut butter diamond. Yeah, I remember yeah, our favorite stripper's name. Craig Williams. <laughs> That's it. That was right. Hold on. I have the receipt here. That was Oliver's joke, by the way. I'm not, I don't want to No, no. That was, that was way too good for me. That was Craig's own joke. No, no, no. Butter the, diamonds. The, the, our favorite stripper, you'll, you yeah. say that word for word. It's because I had the vlog, so that's why I had it in my head. You say that he calls himself Peter Butter Diamond, but then when you're giving your review, you're like, oh, Peter Butter Diamond is where it's at because it, not only is it my favorite stripper, uh, it's also, you know. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the peanut butter diamonds um i again we don't know the full price of the desserts we only know what we ordered the cheesecake was 489 and the peanut butter diamonds was 249 um we'll start with the one we liked definitely least and it was i'll say it it was mixed um it's one of those things that we kept eating it despite not really enjoying it and that of course was the chocolate cheesecake um which I, just based on the name of it on the receipt, I think it was like kind of a white chocolate blend on top, even though it looks like milk chocolate. And then the bottom was a dark chocolate cheesecake. Um, it shouldn't have been served the way it's served in this photo. It's laying on its side. On and, a plastic plate. Yeah. And <laughs> the, the top is fluffy, uh, you know, and or it's whatever. Yeah. And the bottom is super dense. Yes. So you can't really, when it's laying the way it is, you can't really get that. Unless you go th- right down yeah. the middle, which then screws the bottom and the top out of, you know. Absolutely nothing was wrong with the flavor with this for no. me. The flavor was spot on. It was, you normally find like any chocolate cakes, whether that's cheesecake, regular cake, whatever. It's normally too rich. This wasn't at all. They'd actually balanced the flavors incredibly well. My issue was when you got a bite of that bottom sponge, it just felt like you were chewing through Play-Doh. It was just so thick. Yeah, it was it, like unnecessarily dense. Was yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, then, that was cheese. That wasn't sponge. That was cheesecake. Oh, okay. But still, it didn't. It didn't match the. It, well, it didn't match the. Wait, which part did you think was the cheesecake? The top part. Oh my god! No, no oh that my is god. the whipped cream. He's the, never the, had cheesecake. Oh before. my god! Cheesecake. Bottom, it makes the, sense now. Yeah, the darker. The Holy darker. crap! <laughs> I've had oh cheesecake before. It makes sense now. Like, Look, it doesn't matter. My point still stands. The top was too light, and the bottom was too thick. Well, the top was like a cream. It was like a mousse, a cream. The bottom was cheesecake. It was too, it was too um, cold still when it was served to us. Uh, it needed a little couple extra minutes to kind of warm up and uh, start to, but it, it was start to be a better consistency. But it, you know, it wasn't. Jesus Christ, sorry. I'm trying to say that less in 2017 to stop offending so many people. But you're giggling like little kids right now. Come on, Ryan. Get, um, get it together. Get it together. Get it together. It just, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't fluffy cheesecake. I love. I like. I like a good cheesecake. fluffy yeah. cheesecake. Like that's the, me. The whipped. Like, yeah. I whipped like my whipped cream whipped. Sorry. Uh, and yes, it is. The C is silent in his kick. His um, kick. <laughs> it's his hake. <laughs> well, it it's just whenever it's a C H, you have the silence. His kick. Um, yeah. I like some his kick. His kick. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed the chocolate cheesecake portion of it. I didn't like the cream mousse that was on top. That wasn't for me. 
not bad still. Um, but the winner of the two desserts that we had, the uh, peanut butter diamonds, that was like, it almost looked like an ice cream bar plopped down on two dollies. And uh, doilies, sorry, not like, doilies. What, what dolls um, did you see in this? <laughs> dollies, but doilies. It did give the impression that you were going to crack through that chocolate shell. Yeah. And you did not. And you didn't. But inside of that chocolate shell was a delectable whipped peanut butter mixture. And then on the bottom was like a cookie crunch bottom. This was freaking fantastic. Yeah. Um, and this you was said good. this one was only two two eighty nine. Yeah. So yeah, or two two forty nine. Sorry. We, we were almost like, oh, should we get some two forty nine? I would. And it was a it was a healthy dessert portion. I would say it was the equivalent size of like an ice cream bar. Yeah. Uh, it, absolutely. I, yeah. For sure. Like a like a ice cream sandwich. Yeah. Only maybe obviously like two stacked on top of each other. It was wonderful. Can't say enough good things about it. The only thing that put me off slightly, and again, those of you that the are watching foil. this can see it, yeah, it looks like the desserts had like a gold filling on the top there. That's, it looks like <laughs> again, that's a gold foil. Oliver yes. doesn't get out much. He doesn't know what cheesecake is, and he doesn't know how different desserts can be designed differently. So He's, when I said it was presented wrong and it should have been sitting up, did you think it should have been sitting up with the chalk, the dark chocolate part on top? No, I did not. Okay. I knew exactly. No, I thought it, I thought you meant like we were going to stand it and balance it on the pointy bit at the front. <laughs> it's like new age heating for sure. But I agree with you. That little silver thing, I was like, oh, they left a little tinfoil on here. It doesn't look like it was meant to be there. It looks like something else in the pastry case had that and it fell on it. But it's edible. So they were like, yeah, yeah. I liked it, though. I liked it a lot. So uh, overall, um a few surprises in there. Overall, the food mixed, mixed at best. Um, I, I can't, I can't give it praise. Uh, I think Oliver said it in the vlog the best. Um, it's not like we would ever go out of our way to eat there. We just wouldn't choose to. Maybe if someone invited us, um, mm. but that would be about it. Yeah, and and even then, it would be like, oh, they're already committed to going there. Otherwise, I would try and talk them into. You know, there's so many great yeah. restaurants that are new and that are one of a kind dining restaurants at Universal, just literally footsteps away. Yeah. That so I get to. I've got to ask just quickly. I've never had a chance to eat at Mythos, but you two have. Yeah. Um, as there are only two table service restaurants in the whole park, how does this stack up? How do they stack up against each other? I think I liked Mythos better. Food at better. Mythos better. Obviously, theming at Mythos is better. But I think service was equivalent at both of them, and that was terrible. Yes. Um, yeah. While we were seated very quickly by a very friendly and energetic host. Oh, yeah. She um, was very, very nice. Hostess. Uh, then our server seemed promising from the start. I won't mention any names or anything. It did get very busy very quickly, and I think they were very understaffed. But – the simple things you weren't getting excuses. Yeah, the, the simple things weren't getting done. Um, I think at one point I went almost twenty minutes without getting a refill on water. The easiest thing to refill. Just Whoa. bring a pitcher, sit it at the Every table. Every time, just keep walking through with it. Yeah. Um, I, I actually, I had a sweet tea, and I finished off my sweet tea. Again, you guys dine with me all the time. You know how quickly I drink. I had one drink that whole meal. I had to ask twice for a refill, which I never got, by the way. Oh, I yeah. thought so, you did get a second one, and you'd ask no. for another No, that was my first that one, time. and this did, I asked twice, and I never got a refill of my tea. No. And I, I gave her a break, because it looked like she got very busy, but still, like, and the soup Nazi from Seinfeld brought yeah. out our dishes. Well, that's too. It. there was the <laughs> there was this whole weird setup to like our server was solely taking care of drinks and our orders, and she she got the orders very quickly. And yeah. but then like the food was all delivered by 
uh, again, as Rhino just said, literally the soup Nazi from Seinfeld delivered our food. Uh, an older, uh, a little bit chunkier version. I bet he only knew like 30 words in English, if that. Um, and like, so for instance, Rhino mentioned he was given tomato soup instead of potato. Rhino's like, Oh, it's it's not potato, and he's like, yeah, tomato, and then he walks away. <laughs> he sets it down and walks away. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, okay. And uh, yeah, like he knew how to say one word from each of the dish, and then sits it down. Once we finally had to, like, you know, kind of work through there, uh, it, it just he was so unfriendly he smiled like finally as the last dish was being set down after it's all said and done that's why he was then he smiles like have a good meal and <laughs> i spit in food it's like he just changed a hundred percent from that so it, it, that was just not good and then you know after it's all said and done we hand our check to hand them um credit card to to the server and then some random girl dressed all in black that i hadn't seen throughout any of the meal drops it off and says here you go yeah have a great day so i I will say some people were friendly oh i i I checked the time by the way from when we asked for the check to when we got it because it was it was like pete had texted me right then and was like let me know when you guys are on your way back and i was like we just got the desserts. We asked for the check. It was like one fifty, but by the time we walked out of that restaurant, it was like two twenty-five. Ooh, yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, service not good. Just and just not good. I can't say anything else beyond that. It it wasn't good. That that also did not make what, where the food was lacking. If the service would have been out of this world, friendly, quick, efficient. That might have bumped it up a little bit, but that really kind of drove the nam the the nammer into the hail. Um, <laughs> the hammer with H's now as well <laughs> into the nail and uh, made for uh, just mediocre, average dining experience at Confisco. And I, unless you guys have anything else to say about that, I think that's all there is to say about that. I think that's all there is to say about that. Yes, there is. That is. <laughs> all there is to say about that <laughs> wonderful well thank you guys so much and of course uh uh you know it was anything we talked about on this show if you wanted to find out more information on that uh head over to disunplug.com home of our show notes for this show and every other show on the disunplugged network um uh, it's all good stuff out there make sure uh you're finding us and following us on all of our social medias uh it's, it's a good time if I do say so myself, make sure you're uh, subscribing to us and rating, reviewing us on iTunes, YouTube, all that stuff. I know, I know the core of you out there are doing it, but for all those who are on the fence, maybe the ones who are like, don't know if I quite like these people enough to subscribe to them. Um, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't just go ahead and click that button. I promise you will only disappoint you once a week. Um, <laughs> that is my ultimate goal to you. So yes, yeah, so of course you can find all of that stuff at disunplugged.com. We are running way over. I feel terrible. We can't do, we oh, can't resolutions. do resolutions again. We're just running too far over. We will do that next week. I, I swear we are doing resolutions this year. Um, we 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 told each other at the last show last year sure thing, that Craig. we were going to do them. Um, we just we need to carve out a block of time to do that. So uh, we will be back with you though next week for another episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. That's going to do it for us today. But remember, Hala is universal. Bye, everyone.